bada bing, bada boom. Like sands through the hourglass, these are the gay days of our lives. Oh, okay. I'm Tom, and I want to make sure, yeah, I'm in the middle today on our stereo, and who... I'm Derek. Derek. Yes. Derek has joined us on the right channel speaker. And on the left, far left speaker, well, we, have we have a special, have a, guest, a special guest. Introduce yourself, please. I, I'm Quincy. Are you the medical examiner for the county of Los Angeles? I was. I'm retired now. Okay, they, good. They, they ended my show. and um, <laughs> After six successful seasons. Was it six? It I, seems I like just it, yesterday. It seems like 60, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's still on. Uh, like cozy, like cozy, cozy TV, cozy TV, mm. which is the universal right. catalog, and it's fed to NBC stations mm-hmm. so, on okay. dot two. For those of you watching on antenna. <laughs> oh, and you're wondering where is Carl? Where the hell is Carl? Yeah, where is Carl? Carl is usually on the left speaker, but Carl's in Oregon right now. Mm-hmm. He uh, drove his or he flew to Sacramento to visit with some people that we know who now live there they used to live here now they live there then rented a car and drove to portland where his best oldest friend alan lives alan and carl's relationship predates carl's and my relationship by some years so they don't get to see each other very often and that's what's going on right now and Carl will be back on Wednesday. But I think it's important for us to have a weekly podcast. So even hey, without Carl. And when he comes back next week, we'll talk about his trip. He's, he's dearly missed. He is. Now, Derek, you just took a trip. Correct. Would you, would you like to talk about that? So I was in Alaska. Yeah. It was a whirlwind of a trip. Yeah. I left on a Monday morning, came back on Wednesday midnight. Oh, boy. It was uh, quite the experience. I... <clears throat> the first day arrived in Alaska probably at about two, three o'clock, and over in Alaska the sun doesn't go down till about nine this time of year, so we still had you know several hours of daylight to do things, explore, etc. And what um, the first day was very low key. Went grocery shopping, did a little sightseeing around Anchorage, and then uh, went to Wasilla where we were staying. Tuesday, um, we drove to the zoo, saw some pretty cool animals that I wouldn't otherwise have an opportunity to see in the flesh. Like a polar bear? Uh, like a polar bear, yes. Um, here in Tucson, the, the polar bear died. Did you hear that? Recently? Not recently, but um, at the Tucson Zoo, the polar bear, I mean, go figure. Why are you going to have a polar bear in the middle of a desert, regardless of, you know, it's in captivity and you're trying to do your best to mimic an environment. You but can only, still. yeah, you can only do so much. I missed that. When that happened, I was paying attention to something else. So too bad. Yeah. What so, about penguins? Um, didn't see any penguins. Okay. There's a reason for that. Okay. Would you like to? I'd love to hear it. I don't know the reason. Oh, I bet you do. No, no. When, as soon as I start, you'll realize. All right. Penguins. Are only at the South Pole. That's what I there thought. There are no penguins you know, as soon as in you, the northern. You know, as soon as you said it, I was going to say. But wait, but wait, isn't the flat? Isn't the Earth flat? If we use that construct, all things are possible, including that. So, all right, I'll leave that for our listeners to thrash out. 
And anyway, go right so, in. So, um, on a, and then again on Wednesday, we actually went to go see some glaciers. It was quite the experience. Um, hiking probably about two miles straight up and didn't never fl- and never like flattened out until you reached the top, and then all of a sudden it just opened up. The glacier's so big that it feels like you're like you're right next door to it but it's you know several hundred feet away but it's just so massive it was pretty pretty spectacular did you hear it making cracking noises um i didn't i i didn't we were we were far enough away not to hear it but um uh due to covid and the social distancing things so like the the sightseeing crews were were canceled during this time but you could still get close enough to see them and they're they're massive structures had you been on a cruise they would have sailed right up to the side of the thing exactly. or alongside it yes or? yes wow. sir. okay have you ever been up there i have um several years ago i was in anchorage and some of the surrounding areas and uh, I, I thought it was beautiful. Uh, I'm not sure I would uh, travel there again, but I, I really enjoyed the days I was there. I was there in late July, mm. and it, so the daylight was almost 24 hours. It was it was just incredible. Now tomorrow is the equinox, isn't that right? That's correct. All right. Sure. The <laughs> and not to be confused with the Chevrolet. Correct. There is a there is a, is Chevrolet Equinox. equinox. A GM? It's a Chevrolet Equinox. It's not GMC Equinox. No, that's What's that's the a, GMC version. Uh, the Terrain. Okay, boy, <laughs> Quincy, you know your stuff. I have to you? know everything about everything. Okay, good. And that's not to be confused with Equinox, the gym where all the gay men go and cruise. Where's this? It's all like there's several equinoxes. Really? Equinoxi. Equinoxes. Equinoxes. That sounds like a Good mucus idea. issue. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. I'm so sorry. We may take that out. Uh, where is Equinox nationwide? Yeah, it's a nationwide like gym brand. And the nearest one here is where? Well, I think in like San Francisco, yeah. California. Right. Like, okay. They're, they're they're quite expensive. It's like three hundred, four hundred dollars a month. Pardon me. It's a it's an expensive exclusive gym. I see. Yeah. Okay. And is that your Equinox body we're seeing here right now? Today? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Why? Yes, it is. For the folks at home that don't have a television monitor, we'll describe your Equinox body to them. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> tell me more about Alaska, because I know there's more to tell. Your trip. Um, so so I went there originally for a family wedding. Super yeah. informal. I don't think the other side of the family had the means to come to the lower 48 so you know it was the other way around so we went up there and it was super informal the grandmother of the uh, groom uh, officiated the wedding Um, I left prior to the wedding but I saw the photos online Um, yeah and it was it was really just informal so it got changed. You're, you thought you were going to be there during the wedding, and then Correct. it got moved later. Yes. What was that about? I think just, you know, it was like herding cats um, with the other family, and they couldn't agree on a date or time. Mm. And it mm. was like, hey, all right, great. Well, I'm, I, you know, I bought a plane ticket and had to go. And good. Well, that that's good. That's just the way that worked. Now, did you see Russia? 
I I saw Russia <laughs> from the backyard. Um, the, the from the porch. It was it from the porch. From the porch. The Airbnb that we stayed on was uh, stayed at was uh, was right on the lake. Had great, amazing views. Which lake? Do we know the name of the lake? I have no idea. I looked on the map for Wasilla, and there's a an inlet, a a sound you might call it. I don't know, a wedge of water that flows northeast up into the mountains and then yeah. it stops and Wasilla is right near that body of whatever Yeah, no, it is. I know exactly what you're talking about. We The Cook dro- Inlet, is it the Cook Inlet? I I I know what you're talking about yeah. and that's not where we st- yeah. I mean we stayed maybe 5 minutes by car just due north. Okay. Of that. Place. So this was a little lake. Yeah, it's a, a yeah. pond. Okay. And isn't Wasilla where the uh, Palins oh, yeah. live? They, yes. they live that uh, their there porch a, is there, as yeah. I believe. Yeah. Did you see? Was there a sighting of any of them? No, 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 no sighting of them. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I think they're also inbred. It doesn't matter. You can see almost anybody, and they would probably be some kind of a Palin. Yeah, probably. For whatever that's worth. So. Oh, this. <laughs> Before I forget, this story out of South Dakota, did you, did, is everyone following this? Uh, the Attorney General of South Dakota. Oh, yes, yes. What's yeah. the latest with this? I, I, I try to not listen to anything from, it, yeah, uh, from Thursday on. It's horrible. Um, he struck and killed a pedestrian at night on a U.S. highway. In a rural part of South Dakota. Oh, wait, the entire state's rural. But, yeah, anyway. but he, he thought it was, he claimed he thought it was a deer. He thought he'd hit a deer. deer. He gets out of the car. The car's all damaged. Car has to be towed. It won't go anywhere. He doesn't see the deer. He doesn't see the dead human. He sees his broken car, calls the local sheriff, who comes and gets him, takes him back to his house. He spends the night at the local sheriff's house. The next morning, they go back in the daylight, and they find the dead human. It's Meantime, horrible. the car's been towed away. He's fired his spokesperson. The official spokesperson for the Attorney General of South Dakota is now not taking questions. A right-wing public relations group out of Seattle is now handling the situation. Mm. While the North Dakota Bureau of Investigation comes down and does a thorough analysis of what happened to avoid conflict of interest. Is there, is alcohol involved? He told the sheriff he had not had anything to drink. He'd been at a party. I didn't have anything to drink. I was not drunk. Did the sheriff do a a test on him? No. No, they're all buddy-buddy. Exactly. They're all Exactly. Did they pull the cell phone records to see if he was on his phone? No. No. They haven't done any of that. All questions are referred to the Seattle PR crew. So the whole thing smells so bad. It's just so bad. The picture of the guy on the Internet looks to me like he's the product of inbred family members. That's, oh, why, that's, that's what reminded me of it, because, oh, these people are all related to each other, and ew, what an insular, sick system that is. Yeah, I don't know in what... Uh, that would never happen in Tucson, where no. a city or county official is picked up by the sheriff and, hey, just spend the night at my yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. You know, only in South Dakota it, does that shit happen. Beyond. And, and who was the victim, and why were they out on the road? A 55-year-old guy. This was in a, a little town that's a wide spot on the road, on US-14 or whatever highway that is. And apparently his family's already been notified because his name was on the Internet. But there's no other details provided. Now, if he was, if he was drunk and he was walking in the road, well, 
there's a little bit of blame to go around here, but still, um, no, we don't know any of that. We will never know any of that because, well, anyhow. It brings me to this. I want to read some of. I want to read some of this and see if you. I'm going to start reading, and you tell. Stop me when you know what this is. It's in Latin. How's your Latin? Uh, it's it's really poor. Oh. Uh, I I don't remember any of it from medical school. Did you? Were you an altar boy? Uh, no. Uh, did, did you I, I do any older boys? I mean, know any older boys? Uh, 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 no, I didn't, but I did know some priests. Okay. All right. Were you an older boy? I was not an altar boy. Derek was not an altar boy. Ask me if I was an altar Were boy. Were you an altar boy? Yes, I was an altar <laughs> boy. Okay. <laughs> and I learned the entire Latin mass just before they made the change. No sooner had we all learned it. It comes down, we're now changing to English, so forget all the Latin you just learned. The Mass will now be in English. But I finally found this. Pater noster quies in celis sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidiatum da nobis hodie, et debite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debiteribus, Nostria et nenos inducas in tentacionem, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. Amen. Do you know what that is? No. Our Father, who art in heaven, mm. it's hallowed the Lord's be. Prayer, yeah. huh? Wow. So this is said by the priest out loud right after the consecration. And sometimes at night I'm having trouble falling asleep. And I'll say, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, until I fall asleep. And I thought, I need to learn, first of all, I need to learn Ave Maria in Latin, and I have that written down elsewhere. And then I thought, how about Pater Noster in Latin? So once I commit this to memory again, I'll be saying this to fall asleep at night. And this is for the, this is our requiem, I guess, for the poor guy that got hit and killed in yeah. South Dakota. So there's that. Now... We're switching gears again. Does anyone have a topic they want to bring up? Not I, no. You're sure? Okay. Yeah. Is it okay if I just run let's this thing? Let's, let's please. please. Uh, <laughs> like, Someone's like got a lead. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I was at the Franklin Car Museum where a bunch of my friends gathered to discuss whether we were going to reopen the museum and under what terms we would reopen the museum. The curator, Burke, will be back next week, and he will have the final say. But we wanted to throw out some ideas of what we were going to do. If you were running a car museum, Quincy, that had 34 cars in three buildings, and you were on the internet, and you were world-renowned, and you had closed for all of this, and you were going to try to cautiously reopen, would you advise against it, or would you impose some new rules, or what would you do? I, I think I would advise that it could be done with some new rules, because I don't think that, uh, especially given the rarity of the, the automobiles that are in that museum, I have been there, uh, I, I would uh, really think of some new rules that would include, of course, social distancing and, and wearing masks. And it's not like you're going to have big crowds. Uh, you could separate people enough. By uh, uh, you could do it by appointment. Okay. Yeah. Well, yesterday, everyone's sitting around wondering what to do. And I said, how about this? 
at 10 o'clock when we open, you come first come first serve. You get a ticket to come back at 10:30 or 11 or 11:30 every 30 minutes, spaced out, like they do the USS Arizona in mm -hmm. Honolulu. That's how they do it there. So that's what we'll do. Number one. Number two, maximum of two people. No six people. No eight people. No ten people. Two people. Everybody has to wear a mask. No photography. And my reason for that is, if you take your mask off to take a picture, put the picture on the internet, and everyone rains holy hell on you, oh look, people at the Franklin Museum aren't wearing masks. That's a good point. No photography. Uh, the senior discount is suspended. Used to be $8 for seniors, 10 for under 55. But if you give a reduced price for something, you're going to get more of it. You're going to encourage it, in other words. So seniors are at risk, so we don't want to skew the population to the seniors by letting them in for cheap, so everybody pays the same price. That's a tiny thing. Other, the bathrooms are off limits. These were ba private bathrooms in the private home. There are no bathrooms in the museum itself. So if somebody has to use a bathroom, Two can I use the bathroom? Same. Well, you can use the one in the office. Not anymore. You cannot use the bathroom in the office. Nobody uses the bathroom, period, at all. Now, I'm sounding draconian and rude, and I don't mean it like that. We would say these things, on, type them on a little list, and make them sound Put nice. Put them on the website. Yeah. Well, yes, absolutely. they got to go on the website. But it'd be done in as nice a way as we can possibly do it. And uh, so what do you think of all that? Does that make any sense? I think it's very reasonable. Okay. okay. I don't think, yeah, nothing's unreasonable. Okay. All right. And I think at the moment that we're currently living in, the, the state of affairs, I think that's to be expected. All right. Mask, hand washing, yeah. social distancing, et cetera, plexiglass. Right. I think that's just the, you know, I hate to say it, but I think it's the new normal. Well, I hope it doesn't become the new normal. We're, we're all tolerating it as a, I, I would like to think it's um, an interim we're tolerating this on the in the interim. I don't want this to be normal. It's I not. agree. All right. Now, that brings us to the next part of our show. I'm going to play this song on the speakers for us here in the room. I cannot allow it to go out fully onto the podcast because of copyright. Once the song has played, then we will resume the podcast recording, and I want us to talk about this song. Does everyone recognize that song? As soon as it came on, did you know what it was? Unfortunately, no. It's, you, it sounded very Beatles-esque. You, but you'd never heard it. Mm -mm. Quincy, did you remember that? I, I do remember the song. From about 1971. Yes. That was when I was coming of age. Mm -hmm. and uh, All but a boy. Yes. <laughs> Fresh out of seminary school. But it was not I mean, uh, one of the more... Um, uh, it was not a song that was played a lot. It was not a big you, hit. I don't know if it was ever even a single. It is John Lennon, okay. Klaus Vorman, Billy Preston, and might be Ringo on the drums. 
Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> the reason I played it today, and I just want to mention to all the people out there listening, we did not play it into the podcast for copyright. I don't want anybody to pull us down because of that. So if you haven't done it already, pause the podcast, go to YouTube, type in John Lennon Isolation, it's two minutes and 50 seconds out of your life. Please play it straight through and then come back and rejoin us. Because we played it straight through. And now we're talking about it. Do we want to talk? Is there anything to talk about? How did that affect you? Did you have an, a reaction to it, Quincy? It made me sad. How so? Uh, first, I had a, a vision of, of how insightful the, the lyrics were to uh, a, a, a time that seems like so long ago, but is, is uh, so real to today, uh, speaking about how the sun will never disappear, but the Earth's days may be short. I don't the know the exact... Will, the sun will never disappear, but the Earth may not have many years. The world, years. May, the world not, may not, not have, many have years. many years. We won't um, get in trouble for copyright just saying the words out loud. How, how did you feel listening to that? I don't know if I felt sad, but I don't know if I felt happy. It was a very um, somber, but a song that you can listen to. Okay. Um, it, was, it was impactful. Okay. Well, yesterday, I'm at the Franklin Museum, and the <clears throat> me meeting kind of broke up, and April, the woman who's the property manager for the rental house that the museum now owns and rents to this absolutely adorable 31-year-old bear boy named Joe. <laughs> While I regain my heartbeat here, <clears throat> we were overlooking at the pool. The pool in the backyard of the rental house has some problems. It's murky, and the creepy crawly is not working. The, Oi. You know what a creepy crawly is? Of course. You do? Okay. <laughs> you must never put a creepy crawly onto any part of your human flesh because it will suck the guts right out of you. Uh -huh. You know what a creepy crawl is? Yes. You've seen mine. Okay. Anyway, so the water's murky. The pool guy says, you need a new creepy crawly. Well, okay, <laughs> let's go over and have a look at this. So I test the chemicals in the water. The chlorine is off the chart. The guy must have just shocked the hell out of it. So Joe comes out of the house because he'd like to use the pool, and he's curious, Who are, what are all these people doing at my pool, even though it's not your pool? Turned out they had, we had talked it over, and he's fine with us being there. You do have to be careful with rental property. You cannot just walk in like it's yours. That's correct. You have to have permission. So we had all that figured out. He comes out of the house. He had this little stereo system set up on the back porch. I said, oh, you have a little stereo system set up on your back porch. <laughs> he said, oh, you should see what I have inside. Oh. Now, <laughs> those of you who know me, both of you listening out there who do know that I am a stereophile, perked up. I perked up. <laughs> so sure enough, I accept Joe's invitation after everybody left to go inside and dial up his stereo and start playing stuff. And yes, let me describe him. He's like a 32-year-old, black bushy beard, sort of already going to a dad bod, mm -hmm. uh, about five foot seven, maybe 210 and not necessarily in the right places, but that's okay. He had on his little shorts, he had hairy legs, hairy arms, and his big beard. He had on a baseball cap that he kept resettling as a some kind of nervous reaction. What is that about? Because I, 
Quincy, Quincy, I'm sorry. Have you ever worn a baseball cap? Uh, I wear one occasionally, okay. but not very often. But Derek, you had yours on last time we were here, and I noticed that you were con- continuously taking it off, putting it back on, taking it off, putting it back on. What is that? I, you know, I, I catch myself doing You know that. what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no. I, okay. I, I, sometimes I just like running my hands through my hair, my long flowing hair. <laughs> I, I really do. Uh, Quincy, <laughs> would you do that for us? I'm too far away. We, actually, uh, d- uh, Derek, take your microphone and rub it through your hair. Okay. For, do it again. Do that a couple of times. So for those of you at home, that is the sound of Derek's hair with the microphone rubbed through it. No, I, I do catch myself doing that on okay. occasion, and okay. it is it is partly nervousness. Yeah, okay. Um, but sometimes, you, you know, you just need to readjust. It's like... Well, and he... Well, he, here's the reveal, the big reveal. When he take his baseball cap off, he had no hair in the oh. front. Oh. Go figure. And then... But he wouldn't... So he there's no, no hair to rub his hands through. Mm-hmm. So he takes the hat off, puts it back on. Every few minutes, takes it off, puts it back on. And this happened multiple times. That's how I know he's kind of losing some of his hair. Anyway, we played several songs. We played Yellow. Do you know Yellow? No. It's an it's a 80s uh, synth, synth, Euro synth band with super heavy synthesizers and drum machines. They're still out there doing stuff. And then he played a Giorgio Moroder. You know who Giorgio no. Moroder? He did a 70s soundtracks to movies with oh. the, that same heavy synth pop sound. And then he put on this John Lennon Imagine. Just out of nowhere. He said, I, I want to play this right now. He didn't play the whole record. It's the last song on side two. You have to make a point of playing it. He puts it on the turntable. He puts the clamp on. He brushes the dust off it. He moves the arm over. He lowers the arm. He turns up the volume. And we sat there for two minutes and 50 seconds without saying a word while that song played. So afterward, we kind of had the same sort of thing that happened today. And that's why I wanted to do this today, to revisit that song and how, what it does to people. How does how can this be? John Lennon's been dead for, what, 30 years? It's hard to believe. I mean, yeah. And yet here we are. Yeah. Here we are. So, Joe... Are you wondering, are you thinking to yourself, gee, where's this story end? Is Joe straight or is Joe gay? Did Tom, did they take their clothes off and have a blowjob? What happened? Are you, are, are you thinking that to yourself? I, I can't, I'm not going to deny, I did wonder. <laughs> did you guys get naked? Did we? No. Oh, no. A big letdown. Anticlimactic. Yeah, I'm afraid no it's clim- anticlimactic. No climax. It was, it was not <laughs> even close. Anticlimactic means without climax. But he <laughs> certainly sounds like an interesting young man at, at 32 years old to have chosen, especially this song, which is the finale, if you will, of that album. And it was sounds to me like it was the the icing on the cake, if you will, of your interaction. So there was was, a climax. I was trying not to read anything into this, because we had talked about his job. That's very insightful. It is. I'm so glad, Quincy, you came on our show today. We've been trying to get you on the show for three weeks. It's hard to drag me out of the lab, you know. I'm busy. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're going to dial up. Have you ever seen Quincy M.E.? 
Derek, I, I'll take a look at it. You got to find it. It's on Cozy. We'll look it up for you. It's okay. on Cozy. Oh, it's a great two. show. It's a yeah, wonderful yeah. show. Jack Klugman. Jack Klugman, yes, yeah. and he was in Jack. The Odd Couple with yeah. uh, another great yeah. star oh, yeah, 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 that had yeah. uh, yeah. been in some Doris Day films. Yes, very yes. good. And he came off awfully gay. He kind of did, yeah. but I don't know. I think a lot of those actors did that and it's i'm glad they did good for yeah. them. yeah you know that speaking of like gay acting gay etc i um was speaking with a friend of mine who um lives in korea and china and like that whole part of the world i was and, gonna say those are not the same well, thing the, well i guess the east <laughs> they're close the, the east excuse me <laughs> the orient although you're apparently you're not supposed to call those people oriental they yeah. don't like being called oriental because anymore. you describe inornate objects as oriental is that how it goes yeah i thought those were or- ornamentals <laughs> they could be oriental ornamental they could be ornamental ori well i do know some or- ornamental orientals but that's politically incorrect so no i'm not going to say that it's better to say you know, you you have, have oriental ornamentals, but you may not know exactly an ornamental Ori- orient. Yeah. So I have. We're gonna cut right, this let, out. Believe yeah, me. Let, let's let's, <laughs> anyway. let's go on. So, Sorry, I have, please. so I have a couple friends that yeah. are from the east, China, yeah, yeah. Um, Korea, Japan, etc. And I said, you know, um, you know, if there was a guy that was. You know, 30 years old, single, whatever. It's like everybody would think they're gay in that part of the world. Okay, great. It's like, well, what about guys that dress really well, wear makeup, you know, take a lot of care? He's like, no, wearing makeup and dressing nice and things of that nature don't necessarily equate homosexuality. And neither does it here in the United States. I was going to say, you're talking about there or here. But, but like, I think men that would wear makeup in the U.S. would be more, people would be more likely to suspect they were homosexual if they weren't a part, you know, like, yes, I get it, actors wear makeup, whatever, whatever, whatever. But television uh, news anchors wear it. Yes, and that's perfectly fine. But if, if an everyday person walking down the street was powdering their face um you would suspect that person may be homosexual whereas that's an everyday occurrence in uh that part of the world i did not know that where men wear because looks are so so, um like it's a pressure there's pressure to look a certain way in that part of the world to be tall to be skinny to be fair-skinned etc um where people wear tons of makeup even the men and that there is no correlation between wearing makeup and being homosexual okay Hmm. do you have any on today no i do you bought some because of the video productions that we're going to be doing and the first one that we did that was a little shiny we were getting shine and that's the only reason that a person on television wears makeup is not to make them look younger it's to reduce the shine yes so but when the time comes you have it yeah. and we'll put it on but you're not shining today we don't need that yeah. well uh, to kind of sort of wrap this thing up with Joe the bear he invited he, you back no well I gave him my number I shamelessly gave him my number I haven't heard yeah. back from him yet here's my phone number <laughs> call me I gave him my card hey, I said if you know I said if you have anything that needs fixed he took something into stereo hospital and they tried to charge him $150 to change a light bulb in his preamp mm. which he took exception to he talked him down to 70 
And I said, here's here's my card. If you need anything, I'll do it for you because I have a business and I do fix this stuff. So that's that was the pretext for giving my number to him. But I said, please come over to my house and hear my speakers. He's never heard quad electrostatic speakers. He does know what a I said, do you know what a vacuum tube is? You bet I know what a vacuum tube is, was his answer. You, you know what a vacuum tube is? No, I do not, no. Huh? You bet your pants off I know what a vacuum tube is. <laughs> a vacuum tube is uh, Is that what something we had. like a creepy crawling? Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> is it like something like a penis pump? <laughs> it is not that. People, that's what everybody think it is. That's not what it is. <laughs> It's uh, what my stereo system and my t old televisions are full of. Those things sticking up out of my amplifier, yes. the glass oh. bottles are vacuum tubes. tubes. All the okay. air has been sucked out of them, and the electrodes are in there doing their little thing in a vacuum. And you can get amazing things to happen when you do that. Mm -hmm. So, Joe, do you know what a vacuum tube is? You bet I do. Do you have any vacuum tube amps? Not right now, but I'm trying to get some. I said, well, I have several at my house. Plus, do you know what a quad electrostatic speaker is? Oh, yes, I know what that is. Do you have the 57s or the 63s? And I'm thinking, wow. This is, wow. This, is not, this cannot be happening Where to me. I've been my whole life. I know. <laughs> so, come to find out, he has a job as a headhunting recruiter. He matches engineer types with employers who can't find specific niche guys like, in hey, I need somebody to do X, Y, and Z. And plus, I need them to do this very obscure thing. Exactly. Find me somebody that has this. Well, he can do it, and he gets paid. I guess he gets paid pretty well to do it. Although, he's a bottom feeder as far as all this stereo stuff. He doesn't pay retail. He buys it cheap. Mm -hmm. Pawn shops, distress sales, all this. So he's very smart. He said that he had had a roommate up until recently in Nashville who kept dicking with the stereo and they finally parted ways because Joe was sick and tired of having coming home and finding that all the controls completely goofed up on the stereo and he couldn't even play it because the roommate had gotten it so goofed up. So anyway, they're no longer roommates. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Breaking up over uh, back to you. <laughs> well, you know, back over to stereos. <laughs> you don't touch another man's stereo. Carl has Carl learned that 36 years ago, <laughs> and that's why we're still together. One reason we're still together. So then, but but then there's other information, conflicting information. I thought so. Yeah, it's coming. I'm, the anticlimactic part is yeah. coming. <laughs> I said, what are you doing later today? Not meaning, let's go back to my house and screw each other. It was just innocently, so what's happening the rest of today? Well, I'm supposed to meet these women at a bar. Oh. Huh. oh. I see. Okay. Which bar is this? The Red Garter. Oh. Okay. Do you know that? That's place? on Speedway, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I said, I've oh, never been in there. No. I said, well, is it is it by the biker bar? And he said, oh, the Bandit? The Bashful Bandit? No, it's not that one. So he's been here three months, and he already knows the difference between the Bashful Bandit and the Red Garter. Mm -hmm. But we didn't ask him about the, connect, or the connection. That's the old Phoenix bar. Venture in. Ooh. Oh. Well, Venture's... Not going to happen anymore. Not going to happen. Yeah. And from my understanding is the owner has up, lifted up his roots in Tucson and is in California. I've heard that through the grapevine. And the liquor license is, it has expired. Mm. So um, if he doesn't renew it, somebody else could, he could sell it. Can he sell it to somebody or is it now, open? does the county now sell it? No, the, the liquor license or the property? Both. Well, the property, he probably still owns it. He it's, can do whatever he wants with it. He that. can do whatever he wants. And then whoever ends up buying that property 
can either you know continue the branding of the venture in and apply for a new liquor license, etc. They'd have to apply for a new one. They cannot buy his old one because he doesn't have it anymore. Correct. Is that right? If he had renewed it, closed the place, still held a valid license, and somebody else came in, he could sell that for money. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yes. Uh, I don't I don't think that the liquor license, I'm not an expert in this, but I don't think the liquor license is necessarily attached to the property. No. Correct? I don't, I, I, well, I, I don't know about that. I think it's attached to the, the branding of the establishment. So, for example, if you have a restaurant and then you move the restaurant to a different location, the liquor license that you had for the restaurant still applies at the new location. But would they have to have a hearing? Yeah, yeah. To make like if you moved it into a residential air, down the street from a school, yeah. they would say, "Oh, you cannot have a liquor license this close to a high school." Isn't that kind of true? Well, or? it's interesting because there there are a couple of schools right in that neighborhood. There are the right up the street. There's yeah. elementary schools right up the yeah. street. Uh-huh. But whether they predate the, those they don't. grandfathered the in, yeah. yeah, who knows? So now the thing's expired. The what is a, what does a liquor license cost? It's in the multi thousands. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. like a hundred thousand oh, yeah, yeah. dollars. Hundred thousand? Yeah, I'm, I'm just that's yeah. what I always yeah. understood. It was about a hundred thousand. So anyway, Penny. Joe, Penny. Joe, Penny. Joe, <laughs> Joe was going had Joe was going to meet these two women at the Bashful Bandit. Not no, not Bashful the, Bandit. Uh, Red, Garter. Red Garter. Pardon me, Red Garter. Later yesterday. So then we're outside. And I said, do you know a woman named Michelle Hotchkiss? And he said, yeah, I know her. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what? She, she's, oh, no. She's in my industry. Oh, I know. That's and why. She, and she goes by the atomic chick or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's not a plug for her. She's into mid-century modern, oh. like, to the max. And Joe's been here three w- months, you said? And how yes. does he know her already? Because she lives down the street. She's oh. in the same neighborhood. I see. And so then I said... Uh, he said he made it sound like yeah I know her like the his, the inflection was ooh I might want to hook up with her mm-hmm. and I thought hmm and I said well she's older than you and he said do you think so so we had this big discussion about age so he's super conscious self conscious about dating women that are older he's afraid he it sounded it was very clear he does not want to get attracted to a woman that turns out to be way older than he thinks she is so he's all hung up on that right now hmm. so that was about the time it was time to go home and i didn't really get to finish that so so he came out as straight i'm kind of saying he came out as pretty straight yeah, yeah. i'm i'm agreeing with that yeah yeah but is it being straight because that's the way you were raised and that's the way everybody tells you you have to be and even though it hasn't worked out yet, I'm going to keep at this until I make it work straight. That's how it sounds to me. You know, I gotta say, it wouldn't be the first time a straight man's got a blowjob from a gay guy. That's certainly true. Hmm. Certainly true. Well, we'll see. If he does show up here, and we do play some records, I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere with this, with him. I did say several times, my husband Carl this, my husband Carl that, so it wasn't like I was trying to hide or pretend mm-hmm, he gets mm-hmm, the story. Mm-hmm. So, and it did not freak him out. And as you say, he put this. We had already had some of this discussion when he put on the John Lennon song. I was there for another half hour, forty minutes after that, mm-hmm. still talking. He and offered, did you did you listen to any other songs after yeah, the John Lennon piece, or was to, that the finale? Let's dissect the song playlist. Yeah. 
As as I said, it is the finale to that album, and it seemed like it it brought your conversation to a sort of peak at that point. Climax. But did you listen to any other music? Yes, there was other music played after. But not as intense. Not as intense. I so believe you rose up to the top of the peak and then Okay, here's down. another little another little thing for you. The song it played, he said to me, Do you want a beer? Mm. I'm going to have a beer. Do you want a beer? This is at like twelve thirty in the afternoon, twelve forty five. I said, Well, I have to drive across town. I'm gonna say no, but what else do you have? So I had a seltzer water. And I think he did have a beer. And he actually went back and got a second one while we were playing other music. I it see. was not as intense. Mm-hmm. It was much more benign and not background music. I mean, we were listening to it on purpose, but mm-hmm. with, with a purpose. So It certainly was an interesting encounter because this young man knows a lot about the type of technology that you've spent your life oh and he was born in i we we put on some song came on 1988 and i said uh i said that song came out i was playing this song in high school and you weren't even you weren't even close to being born yet and he said oh no i was born in 1988 so rewind all the whole conversation we'd already had and play it back thinking, wait a minute, he's only 32. I mean, he, he looks 32, and I should have known he was 32. Do I look 32? Yeah. you. The two of you, you and Joe, side by side, you could almost be cousins. You're supposed to say, I look 21. You just had a birthday. I did. And you turned... 32? 32, right. Okay. A whopping 32. <laughs> whopping? <laughs> whopping is one of those really great words. It like should be a George Carlin word you like can't say. moist? Him. Yeah. Uh, whopping moist. Would you rub that microphone through your hair again? <laughs> <laughs> and that was your other hair. For those of us, for those of you not seeing us on television, he rubbed it through another part of his hair. You can just let your imagination run wild. <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast? Um, we just, you didn't. We did you Starbucks. Did. We did a quick drink. Okay. Okay. All right. What's happening the rest of the day? Well, it's it's Sunday. The, is the day the of rest. Red closed. I'm sorry. Oh, it is. I'm joking. Uh, oh, was, I won't be going to the Red Garden. That was that was my uh, straight never, line for you. I don't think I've ever been in there. No, I don't. I, I don't think I've ever been in the Bashful Bandit either. No, yeah, no. neither have I. No, Although no. it's such an interesting building, it sits it out sits. there. You'd think that the the yeah. cops would just be well, out there, right just waiting to... for people to walk out the door. Yeah. Well, it's it's right next to the strip club and yeah. a sex shop. There is one there. And then yeah. there is a dare funeral home <laughs> right across the street. So. And Cabado Pontiac. And, uh, except it's not Pontiac anymore. Yes. And a Truly Nolan and a Dutch Brothers. <laughs> you know, this has been a blast, gentlemen. It has been fun. And we sh- it, thank you for cueing us to wrap it up because I see we're running out of tape here. And next time, Carl will be here with us. Mm-hmm. And Quincy, if you would like to come back. Well, thank you. If we, I'm if I'm in town uh, and... Not dissecting bodies. Uh, usually I don't do that on Sundays unless okay. there's something right. that has to be done. Okay. But since we're not filming my show anymore, I... No. no. Reality TV. And I, I did not play myself in the show, as we said. Mr. Klugman played my part. Oh, you... 
but but it was the, the show. Yes, I was the okay. inspiration for the show. Okay. Do you have any showings coming up? Um, I uh, I got to just take care of stuff around the house today. Okay, all right, all right. I'm so glad everyone listened to us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Take care. We'll see you. Bada bing, bada boom.